Do you ever find yourself asking what's next or what is my purpose now, especially in this season of life, midlife? I sure did. Well, sit back and listen in because I have a great episode about purpose. And if you're new here, welcome. This is the Hello Redlow podcast, and I'm your host, Terry Mullen. Redlow is older spelled backwards. I am older, and I show up here regularly to help each one of us step forward with our lives one step at a time. I'm trying to make the world a better place by talking about these different life transitions, overcoming hard things, and rediscovering who we are now, midlife. So sit back and listen in. Oprah said that when she turned 50, her dear friend Maya Angelou, whom we all love and adore, was still alive. Maya said to her, Babe, the 50s are everything you've been meaning to be. It's everything you thought you might do. This is it. It's coming in. I love this quote because I've been thinking a lot about my 50s and what they've been to me, what they mean to me, and how much I've changed. I talked about this on my latest podcast episode, my 50th episode, woohoo and shout out to that, and all that I've learned in my 50s. I've been thinking about purpose and what it means to have a purpose and why having a purpose later in life is so important. We're living longer and in this season of life, we step forward and into a whole lot of new things. We become empty nesters, relationships change, We may move. We start thinking about our life and pivoting and that second career or pursuing the dream of something that we've always wanted to do. I met some midlife women the other day and we had a really great conversation about this very topic, midlife. What's next? What's next after we've raised our kids and the role that we have now in their lives? Because it's different, isn't it? We now stand on the sidelines. And we are pivoting and reinventing ourselves and creating these second careers and moving. We're rediscovering ourselves and our lives and reevaluating what matters most. So what is purpose? Well, Webster's defines it as the reason that something exists or is done. An intended goal, determination, resoluteness. Oh, that's one of my favorite words. And the thesaurus says that it's ambition, aspiration, desire, direction idea, objective, principle. All those are such great words, aren't they? But it's the central motivation of our life, the reason that we get up each morning and purpose can guide our life. It's the decisions that we make. It influences our behavior, shapes our goals, offers a sense of direction and creates meaning. For some people, purpose is connected to vocation, to work, that very satisfying and meaningful work. For others, purpose lies in their responsibilities to their family and friends. And for others, it might mean seeking meaning through spiritual or religious beliefs. Rick Warren wrote an entire book called The Purpose Driven Life, all about purpose. It sold millions of copies. So we're curious about purpose, aren't we? What does purpose mean to you? Purpose will be unique to you and me. It's different for everyone. What you identify as your path might be different than mine. And I have found that our purpose shifts throughout our life, often in response to our evolving priorities or fluctuations from our own experiences that we have, like now, midlife. And at the end of the day, your true purpose is about recognizing your own gifts. It's radiating those gifts out into the world as I share in my book. 
and it's rediscovering and discovering your true passions, your true gifts, and being a light into the world. Purpose is observing, serving, and being open to possibilities. It can prompt often a physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual transition. And I have found that questions about my life purpose have arisen more as I've gotten older. And those questions often become louder in times of transition or a crisis, like a career or educational change or a loss of some kind or a long distance move. And I've experienced all of those, and perhaps you have too. But I believe there are four things about having a purpose, what it does. Number one, it's good for our mental health. It alleviates boredom and unhealthy behaviors. Number two, it gives us a strong sense of confidence and it builds our self-esteem. Number three, when we share our gifts and talents and light out into the world to help others, we feel like we are contributing and making a difference in the world and it becomes an outward focus. Number four, for me, having a purpose has given me hope, hope for a better life, hope for a better tomorrow, hope for a better world. And research shows that hope has an incredibly positive effect on our well-being. In my book, Step Forward, I talk about my grandfather, Barney. Don't you just love his name? He had an incredible impact on my life and contributed to so much about who I am and the values I hold. Anyway, my grandfather worked up until he was around 90 years old. When he finally sold his restaurant at 50 years, he was in amazing shape and he looked younger than he actually was. Unfortunately, he slipped on some ice and hit his head and it caused a clot in his brain that needed to be removed. And we were told it would send him into early onset dementia. And it did. Sad and difficult decision, but it saved his life. Anyway, in my book, Step Forward, I talk about his incredible work ethic as it was one of the many life lessons I learned from him. As someone with only an eighth grade education, he was very well read. He was smart and he was successful. He believed in always keeping your mind sharp. As he said, it kept you young. He also understood the value of customer service and making others feel good. He always expressed gratitude to all those who frequented his restaurant. He knew most of his customers by name. And I remember asking him one day why he was still working. And he said, it's because I love it. He said he loved helping people, making them feel good and providing wonderful food. People came from all over to eat his steaks. I'm not kidding. They traveled miles. And then he said, what else am I going to do? And why should I stop? I love what I do. I've never forgotten his response. It made him so happy. He loved his restaurant. He loved working and he loved making a difference in people's lives. And for me, as I reflect on my life, especially now at midlife, I get it. I understand how staying connected to others and helping others feel good about themselves gives us a sense of purpose and purpose matters. And maybe you feel that way too. And I believe that true purpose is just about recognizing your own gifts. And whether those gifts are playing beautiful music for others to enjoy, cooking, painting, gardening, helping friends solve problems, or simply bringing more joy into the lives of those around you. It isn't always about doing something grand or extraordinary. Often that sense of purpose and making a difference in someone's life is doing the ordinary things those things that matter most in the lives of others. All of that to say that researchers are finding strong associations between having a purpose in life and better physical health and well-being. 
their findings point to the need to foster purpose in older adults, especially in those who may find themselves adrift after the children move away or post-retirement. I find this all so fascinating. In a fabulous article in The Greater Good Magazine, which is science-based insights for a meaningful life, Jill Seti writes that studies are being done regarding the focus of one's purpose and that it may indeed make a difference as we age. Researchers at Stanford are also starting to dig into this topic and what it means to have a purpose. Anne Colby and her colleagues surveyed 1,200 Americans in their midlife and asked them what goals were important to them, offering choices that were focused well beyond oneself, like improving the lives of others, building a better community, or teaching what they'd learned to others. And then they asked other questions about purpose. Was purpose strengthening their financial situation, pursuing sports and hobbies, or continuing their education? They measured their physical well-being as well as their levels of empathy, wisdom, gratitude, and happiness. What was interesting is that they found that people had a greater sense of purpose when they were helping others. The article went on to say that older adults are a growing population with a strong motivation and desire to become a force for good in their community. Too often, institutions devalue them or devalue us and we're entrenched in ideas about old age or getting older and we set up these obstacles that hold us back. So choosing a purpose or what's next can certainly be challenging. And we ask ourselves, what path? What path should we take? Often we're afraid to step forward and try something new because as we mentioned, we have those things that hold us back. We're afraid of what other people will think of us or that we'll be rejected. Because of these limiting beliefs or fears, we stay inside our own comfort zone doing what we're doing, the same old, same old. Instead of taking this road less traveled, we play small and it robs us of our creativity and fulfilling that dream that's inside. And I am here to remind you and encourage you that it's definitely never too late. You're not too old. If I can launch this podcast at age 58 and publish a book at 59, so can you. And as I've shared, if writing a book is something you want to do, awesome, because books have no age limit. They're timeless. You can write them at any age. Fun fact, the oldest known and published female author is Bertha Wood from the UK. Her first book, Fresh Air and Fun, The Story of a Blackpool Holiday Camp, was published on her 100th birthday. It took her 10 years to write that book, but she did it. Isn't that just awesome and amazing? I celebrate that. It makes me smile. Bravo, Bertha, and all women who never give up on their dream, no matter how great or small it is. There are over 2 million people in the U.S. alone who want to write a book or have started writing one. Out of those 2 million, only 3% actually ever finish their manuscript. And out of that 3%, only 20% ever publish. Why is that? I believe it's fear. It seems overwhelming and daunting and super scary. And yes, it kind of is, but it's possible. It isn't the writing that's hard. For most people that want to write a book, writing is fun. It's really about how to get it published. And if you're like me, you probably have a couple printed manuscripts shoved somewhere in your drawer or on your computer. And before now, traditional publishing was the only way to go. You had to be famous or do something scandalous to even get a publisher to look at your book. And if you were lucky enough to actually have them look at it, well, 
That was hard too. Often you were just rejected. But the good news is today, that is no longer the case. Today you can publish your own book. You can self-publish. It's awesome. We have so many opportunities available to us. I recently heard Jack Canfield, best-selling author of Chicken Soup for the Soul, say, if he knew then what he knows now, he would have self-published long ago. Even though he has sold many books, and I mean many books, his publisher was flying privately as he was flying coach. And after millions of bestsellers, he now self-publishes. And although it takes work to self-publish, it's not easy. But all things in life that are worth it require work. They're not completely easy, right? But that's the journey. It's taking the risk and finding that confidence to step forward and do those things that you've been wanting to do. Yes, those things that scare you. How do you do it? Well, you just do it. You try. You have to be willing to step forward. You have to be willing to make mistakes. You have to be willing to fail. You're going to make mistakes. But take that courageous action and do it. Do it imperfectly. You will be so proud of yourself when you do. And that is fulfilling a purpose. Marianne Williamson says in her book, The Age of Miracles, Embracing the New Midlife, Midlife is not the time to disenchant ourselves. It is a time to turn on all our magic in full force. I just love that. So go turn on your magic. Go turn it on full force. Go be a light in the world. Know that you are seen, you are heard, you are loved, and you belong. Let's continue to step forward. Go have an amazing day. God bless.